It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world in 2022. The buzz, non-existent, the show, critically crapped on, the show that is still here for now. Now you were guzzling down all the programming all week long, you're a little hungover on this early morning, but I have the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. Say it with me, my friends. It's... More clips. clips. Come on, Eddie. More clips. More clips. More clips. Clip a palooza. We got you covered this hour. We're going to recap all the happenings on Mad Dog Sports Radio. You let me, the lovable loser for Morning Men, the guy you know. And? No. No. I thought we were updating this open for the new year. What happened? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I haven't got. I haven't, didn't, didn't get around year to it. Year two. <laughs> you two the week that was on Channel 82. Now, don't forget to download, what subscribe, happened? and follow. Baptrix Morning After, and I mean anywhere, Eddie, anywhere you get your podcast, you can get Baptrix Morning After. That is anywhere. Anywhere? Anywhere. Even if you oversleep? That's right. Even if you happen to oversleep on a Thursday morning, man, when you wake <laughs> up at 6, 10 a.m., all because my wife didn't set my alarm because she was trying to get back at me because I, oh, I asked her this horrible question, and I sent her a text asking her to buy a string thong. Just to spice things up in the relationship. That led to me being called a pervert, to me being called a loser, to me being called I'm sick of doing everything for you. I will no longer set your alarm. She sets my alarm, Eddie. Or no, it's not. Why would she get a string thong uh, panties if I want it? If she asked me, Mike, I want you to dress up like a chicken and walk around the house, but it's going to turn me on to the point where I'm going to jump on top of you. I'm going to do it. I'm asking her. I'm not asking another woman to wear a string underwear panty set. Is it called panties anymore? Panties just sound so creepy. (laughs) It sounds so creepy. I sound like either my mother, like, my mother once called me and said, Michael, for Samantha's birthday, that's my six-year-old daughter. I heard this. This is too creepy. (laughs) I think I'm going to get her a set of panties. You you told me that she never wears underwear. So I'll get her a set of panties. I was like, oh, that word. I should never use that again. Never use that word. But but still, all I was trying to do is spice things up. All I want to do. And she wears wears underwear. So, like, asking you to put a chicken suit on, you know, that's above and beyond, right? Yes. I mean, your wife does wear underwear from time to time. I know they're the big bloomers. She left the thongs back in the early 2000s. That's gone. So yeah. she's into yeah. full, full-figured underwear already. You know, a parachuter lands <laughs> on the ground. That parachute is wrapped around my wife. But, I mean, still, all I want to do is my wife. You just wanted, that's you it, wanted that's some all. intimacy. And that, of course, is the voice of Eddie Erickson, producer of A Mad Dog Unleashed Forever. forever. We're back to forever. Scott Messina. We're back to forever. <laughs> and then Scott Messina, the producer of Morning After Just For Now. Yes, Eddie! Wednesday, since you, you, know, you asked your wife, this is ironic. Wednesday night, Ooh. wife comes strolling into bed. In sweatpants and a T-shirt, I said. Okay. I said, "Is there any chance you could, you know, throw something sexy on here?" To that question, I got. 
I mean, do I have to do the, the full thing? What, what'll do it for you? Walks over to yeah. the draw, pulls something out that was rolled up in the back of the draw. Then she goes, how about this number? Does this work for you? At that this point, number. I just said, you know what? Maybe we do this another time. You don't, you, you don't, you, <laughs> no, you don't, you don't, she was ready to put on a number. You don't, you don't seem like you're uh, really into it. And to that, she responded, oh, thank God. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, there's such a relief, right? Uh, I mean, the days that I go without asking my wife for sex is such a victory for uh, her. God. I mean, they're very few and far between. Almost every single day. I walk by my wife every time in the kitchen. I smack her in of the Of course. Ass. If she, like, bends over with the dust buster, that always gets me going, the dust buster. If I hear a dust buster right now, I probably get excited. Because <laughs> she's always bending over with the dust buster to pick up the kids' goldfish and Cheetos. And so every time she bends over, I sort of give her a little poke. Every single so do time. I. So, so do I. Yeah. I'm hoping just one day it'll trigger her. And say, oh, yeah. I need it. I need this right now. We're men. We're men. <laughs> but women. I've been waiting for that. Women, I don't think there's ever going to be a day where my wife goes, I need I it. I don't think women, most women, as my wife's big line is, I said, you just don't ever have that urge, that burning urge that just has to be filled. No. The only women no. that have that are sluts and porn stars. <laughs> That's Well, where are they? Where are <laughs> they? I don't even think it's porn stars. That's a job. Eddie gets it a lot, too. So that's That's, that's why this is startling. Hear. I said, you don't, hey, ache. No. you don't ache down there. It never aches for something. No, never. No, never. no, there's no, there's no, there's there's no, no aching. aching. I, mean, nah. I mean, as you guys know, um, not only Dirk Nowitzki had a retirement ceremony, my wife had a retirement ceremony years ago. Yeah, years she retired. Ago. We put that jersey, <laughs> we put the bloomers up in the rafters. Yeah, yeah. the panties, panties, Michael. The panties were up in the rafters of my bedroom and my wife's vagina is retired. Now, so much went on this week in the world of sports. Oh, my God. Think about the week that we had here on Mad Dog oh, Sports Radio. God. So much activity and excitement. You know, on Wednesday on Mad Dog and Leash, they talked about tennis. So that tells you all you need to know about the type of week, oh, the type yeah. of week we had. Is Djokovic playing the Australian Open or not? I think he was sent home. Well, he was sent home, um, but then he fought it, and now they're challenging it in court. So we don't know where we are. Okay. We'll see if my on. father, the lawier, Jack Batcher, Jack takes the case. He's on the plane. <laughs> Did root to Australia. But the big story of the NFL weekend was actually Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, who was finally released by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're fired. Jets, Bucks. I was at that game live, and Evan Cohen actually sent me a tweet of Antonio Brown, you know, running on the field with his shirt off, and he said, as you leave? And I wrote back to him, wow, I didn't see that. I'm on the couch watching the red zone. And then he wrote back, oh, I thought you were at the game. And I said, I am. I am. But I'm on the couch watching the red zone from a That's what you do in a suite. suite. Of course. That's what you do in a suite. Scott Messina was at that suite as well. Also missed Antonio Brown. Yeah. And Scott Messina, Eddie, he's the over-the-top sports fan, especially for your team that has no hope of a future. Like, we came into this game with four wins. So when the Jets make a mistake, that's not like, oh, boy, that's horrible. It's just, okay, that's the season. They suck. We're the Jets. And here comes overexcited Jets fan who's screaming and cursing when the Jets had a penalty in the first quarter. Like, what? I mean, I get getting into the game in the fourth quarter, you're about to beat Tom Brady. But who didn't see Tom Brady coming back and winning that game? I filmed it. It's on my Twitter app, Babchick. You can watch Scott Messina, who's in a state of shock because Tom Brady (laughs) came back. Hands on face. Hands on face, Eddie. I am going to defend myself because I was not over the top, and you're freaking exaggerating. I wasn't cursing in the first quarter, and you just said, I get it if they're winning in the fourth quarter about to beat Tom Brady. That's why I was excited, you clown. 
Why were you surprised when Tom Brady it wasn't that shock. Pass? It was just a crazy ending. Like the it was basically a walk off touchdown. How do you miss Antonio Brown though? I mean, he does this thing. He takes his jersey off. He runs he was off. On the other How side do you of miss the that? No, I think the best moment of the suite was my son who uh, was critiquing these four girls in front of him. Every yeah. time they danced, <laughs> he'd be like, "You guys are bad dancers. Savage. You're bad dancers." <laughs> and these girls would turn around like, "What? What do you say? You're bad dancers." But then at the end, those girls loved my son. So that just hmm. goes to show you, nice guys finish last. Assholes finished first. They were into my son, telling them how bad they are. I don't know. I'm just ugly. And then at one point, he did say, haters going to hate. I don't know if he used that in the right (laughs) terminology or not. This week, obviously, on Monday, I tuned in live. Mad Dog Unleashed, 3 p.m. Eastern time, just to hear Mad Dog Chris Russo's response to Antonio Brown, because I knew he would have a lot to say. Let's hear it. Mad Dog Chris Russo. On a Monday, I'm Mad Dog Unleashed. Antonio Brown, I don't know what you want me to say about Antonio Brown. Are you surprised, uh, you know, that, it, what? that this exploded on what Tampa? What do you mean? Um, I think he's he needs some help. Uh, I don't know if he's going to get it, but he needs some help. <laughs> Football was not his cure-all. I mean, he had so many issues with the uh, Pittsburgh and New England, and he just couldn't keep himself together. Uh, I don't Aaron, have to say. Should never what do you him mean? Back. They brought him back because Brady wanted him back on the team, and they had a lot of injuries at the wide receiver spot. You know, you just get the idea right now that it's not it's not going to happen for the for, for the Bucs. Uh, I, you just get the Bad idea. Karma. They might have a playoff win in them because there's a big difference between, you know, them and Philadelphia. But you Sports just get gods. the idea that it, it, they're going to run out of life. It's not I their think time. You probably have seen the last of Antonio Brown. Hopefully he's okay. They're going to run out of I life. <laughs> Death to the Bucks. We shall see. Just talk to somebody because he's got all we these shall issues. See. We'll see if they can get him straightened out. I don't know, I don't know wow. what you want me to say. Say something. You get paid millions of dollars. It's the biggest story in the world. Ah, listen, I don't know what you want me to Every single person in sports talked about this Antonio Brown and had some sort of opinion. Mad Dog Chris Russo, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> I'll defend Dog a little bit on this one. He's been bashing. Wow, this is a new year. I know. We're defending Dog. Are you okay? I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> what happened to you oh, over there, break? There was some gift. Oh, boy. Anyway, yeah, I, um, <laughs> what? He has been bashing Antonio Brown for so long that when it finally did blow up, he had already talked himself out. He was bashing him when... Antonio was being successful when he was kind of lay low. Uh, he yeah. had still been bashing him then, and that would drive callers crazy. I'd be fighting off the air with callers. Why is he on this guy? Well, this guy's been a good citizen. This is all pre-fake COVID vaccine card. But dog, once again, this is why the guy is who he is. For whatever the reason, yeah. he just steps. <laughs> yeah. he steps in it. His, his predictions <laughs> end up being right. It may not be today. May not be tomorrow. Could be a year from now. But he always (laughs) somehow ends up. He somehow ends up right about something. If everybody's doing it, he doesn't want to do it. If nobody's doing it, like tennis talk, then he's going to do it. So he didn't want to go back (laughs) as, and and he's right. He did want to gloat a little bit, but he didn't want. He wanted to do it in a subtle way. Yeah, he's not the guy that wants to dance on your grave once he proves to be right about something. Yeah, he'll bash you when you're your peak, when everything's going good at the top. He will bash you, tell you you stink. Matt Stafford, not that good. You know, that kind of thing. That's just what he does. But when you're finally down and out, then he's like, ah, what do you want me to say? Now, on Monday morning, did he go, ah, what's the lead, Eddie? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Week, week, <laughs> it's January. Week 17. Antonio Brown, week, let's go. Week 17. Hadn't been on the air in five days. A lot of NFL storylines. What do I lead with today? What? Obviously, as Antonio Brown's saga continues, he's releasing all types of text messages between him and 
Tom Brady's trainer, Alex Guerrero. Now he wants his money back, 100000 bucks. And you got an OnlyFans model who came out and said that she slept with Antonio Brown before the Jets game. And that he said, watch what I do tomorrow. And to make the story even better, she happens to be the woman that started some trend licking a toilet bowl during the height of Corona in 2020. My kind of chick. <laughs> and he claims he was he was hurt and he got an MRI and he wouldn't go back into the game. Well, you're, you're, I mean, everybody well, wants well, Mike, you're a great law mind. We read those texts. Those texts are vague at best. Oh, quite. I think they could have been talking about anything. Anything. And you never see the full responses. No. I mean, how do we know? You got to see both phones. Yeah, because these guys the aren't text. dumb. We have no idea. I really do believe that he finally realizes he's done in the NFL. He's done. And what? And, so, and what? So now he's just trying to save face. And what player at this juncture? We hear this every week, right? What player isn't hurt? If you took MRIs on every player in the league right now, what would you say? Half? They all got a bone sticking out here, sticking out there. We would find an injury. Or you'll find a doctor. I mean, that's what I thought. Maybe Antonio Brown found a doctor that would just tell him. Like, you know, you always find the doctor you want to hear from. Exactly. You want the doctor to tell you what you want to hear. I went to a doctor. He said, stop drinking. And he stuck his thumb up my ass and wanted me to get a colonoscopy. So I found a new doctor who said, stop eating apples. And maybe do stretching every now and then. You could still drink, though, Dr. once or twice a week. All right, then, Dr. Bombay, it is. <laughs> but everybody wants to go to, like, the mental health. We're not qualified no. to say if he is having mental health Maybe he's issues. just an asshole. Maybe he just had a meltdown. <laughs> but what a shocking display that was. In fact, Pat McAfee and the boys talked about Antonio Brown as well. I'm pretty sure Pat McAfee on Monday didn't turn to the crew and say, What's the lead? <laughs> But maybe I'm wrong. He knew what it was. back if he's talking about it. He Antonio it Brown. Takes his pads off. Fuck you. Okay. Then I, <laughs> I don't want oh, a shirt. I don't know if he oh, said that. Touch me I didn't hear that. I didn't oh, hear that. Boom. See you later. Gloves. Ah, fuck these two. Boom. See ya. Then where are you headed? Well, I need to get to that tunnel. What's the quickest way to get to I'm going right across the fucking field. <laughs> mm-hmm. The offense that he was a member of yeah. was it's on good the play field by for play. a third down. If you listen to that video, the, the uh, MC or PA is like, we're about to maybe beat the, the Bucs. This is the Jets. Holy shit. It is third down. You hear like, <laughs> yeah. this is a big fucking down. And Antonio Brown, who was a member of that team. <laughs> Offense that is out there. They are in a huddle. They are in a huddle. Too local. It's too local. Third down. Local. (laughs) Shirtless. Okay. Then runs and actually says, peace. All right. I'm fucking out of here, dude. Fucking Danny Whoa. Boy Hustle Hard's car. Yeah. Damn right. And Danny then Boy Hustle Hard. goes That's around the town. Goes straight to the studio. Goes, right to, goes around town, releases a uh, song. That's why I also thought that maybe it was something to it. Like, he released a single. He's talking on the phone about a Netflix series. Maybe these aren't mental health issues. I don't think we're qualified to no, say they're that. they're marketing maybe, issues. Maybe it's a marketing <laughs> campaign. I mean, maybe he's just trying to get his single Come out on. here. And it was a meltdown. To me, my big three meltdowns are people that, like, actually quit during the shift with money on the line. So my big three would be Charlie Sheen. We all know he walked off that two-and-a-half event set, right? Epic. Yeah, and he did it while Tiger Blood. And then the did a deal. tour. <laughs> and he had a contract, was locked oh and loaded. They, they could have went on another couple oh, seasons. At least. Then there was, remember that time there was an agent? He had this star-wide receiver client who had a meltdown and, like, left his office and... Like, I, I think the reports say that, like, he yelled, who's coming with me? And then, like, he took his fish and everything he could grab. And he kept, like, one star client who came with him who was, like, always yelling, show me the money. And the secretary came with, I think, too. But then, yeah, I think, like, I think the secretary did, like, come out. Was that <laughs> I think that was Jerry Maguire. <laughs> that might have been Jerry Maguire. <laughs> and um, number three is Eddie Erickson. Eddie, you had a public <laughs> meltdown. They wrote it about it in the New York Post, the paper record, It was right? a blurb. Like, could you leave? <laughs> 
A pretty big-time job. Really big-time job. I got up and left before lunch. <laughs> I mean, no words spoken. I was sitting at a cubicle. I got up and just said, I'm leaving. And that was it. <laughs> Never to return. <laughs> maybe not my of course. Maybe not my best moment. <laughs> well, I mean, it is Mike Francesa. He seems like I'm, yeah, a little difficult to work with. But did you take your shirt off on the way no. out? No. Did you wave at the newsroom? No. Were you looking at Dolph Kramer eating his wife his salad <laughs> and say, peace? No. Deuces, I'm out. <laughs> Okay, no. so not as I ran for the elevator and hope it opened quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so not maybe as major as Antonio Brown, no. but you, both you guys made news. Yeah, unfortunately, so that good. was a rough day. <laughs> I only had one where I quit. Mild Wally's Pizza. I couldn't figure out where the hell. It's my first day on the shift. There's no GPS. You have to just figure it out by word of mouth. <laughs> oh, you got to make a right, left here. Dude. <laughs> I could not find this address in Albany, and I said, screw it. I'm done. And I actually drove by Mild Wally's, and I threw the red covers back at the door, and I just kept driving, and I kept every pie. They never went after me. They never was like, hey, where's Babchick? And I ate each and every one. We had a big party. <laughs> Something day. tells me that that has happened more than once for them. Uh, that's uh, probably yeah, yeah. not that uncommon in that particular job that someone's just like, screw this, man. I'm not, I do this. Screw this. I'm driving It was around. almost like, you know, you know, like these stores have acceptable losses that they budget in Absolutely. every single year. Mild Wally's has acceptable loss of a delivery driver gone rogue. <laughs> All right, but I do want to relive a great day that happened over the break. Uh, that's right. We had some time off over the Christmas uh, and New Year break, and we discussed it on Morning Man with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchek, and Willie Cologne. On the good old Nextdoor site, that's some, like, neighborhood sharing site. Somebody was giving away a bunk bed, and I actually had to uh, go to the uh, woman's apartment to take yeah. apart the bunk bed. Just me and her <laughs> in an apartment, her three kids. I was farting up a storm in oh. a very bad stomach. <laughs> Uh, it was horrible. It smelled so bad. She knew it. I knew it. Everybody knew it. I'm farting on a woman's Antonio apartment. Brown with the doctor? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doctor. Exactly. He farted on the doctor. Uh, everybody knew it. We were making eye contact. I had to take apart this bunk bed, carry it all down four flights of stairs in an apartment building. The last piece I just couldn't pick up. I was exhausted. And she's like, oh, you know what? Maybe I can call my boyfriend. He lives next door. Yeah, what? call the boyfriend. He's six foot five. Huh? He comes out, he carries this thing. You couldn't call him earlier. My God, man, I'm killing myself. Pieces of a bunk bed. And then I brought it back home and then rebuilt it. I just, I'm without instructions. Couple of pieces missing, but I made it work. It's impressive. It's a little shaky, mm -hmm. but it's there. She's very into that. Boom. At sex on Christmas. Good for you. Wow. Wait, a, wait Thanks, a second. Buddy. There's so Good many follow-ups on this. I'm so you got on. a bunk bed. Finally. A used bunk bed. Somebody else yes. that you don't know. Okay. Yes, it. it's very interesting. It was a woman who um, just went through a divorce, right? Yep. So three years ago, they Hence got this the bunk bed. Yeah. Yeah. The the husband, you know, now the ex, loved this bunk bed. She hates this bunk bed. She wants it out of the house. Well, she said, her, "You better." She calls the ex and she said, "You better come here and get your bunk bed out of here." He said, "Take a sledgehammer to it." And then, then all of a sudden, she changed her mind. She said, no, you know what? Screw him. I'm not going to break this bed. I want to give it to somebody like me. So there I was in someone else's apartment. Now, at one point I brought up Joey. I, I, I had to make two different trips with this bunk bed. Gigantic. So one point I brought my trusty assistant Joey, who was supposed to like label the pieces so Joey. we knew what we were doing, but. I don't even know if Joey could write. I don't know what's <laughs> happening with the kid. It was just mishmash. So it was very difficult to put back together, found some pieces. But now that I put it back together, yes, my baby, I think, will eventually move and share a room with my 10-year-old uh, son. So 
Think about that. <laughs> How lucky my 10-year-old is. When he's like 15 or 16 and he's masturbating on a oh, top God. shaky bunk bed and down below is his little baby brother like, can we watch Paw Patrol when I'm done spanking, kid? It's good. Isn't that great for him? So he'll get to share a room because at this point, my little Billy Babs is two, does not have a room. So either it'll be him sharing a room or maybe Samantha will move or maybe I'll move it to the bottom bunk. Regardless, now I think we have enough beds for the family. See, that's all it takes. You oh go to someone else's God. house, you take apart their bed, and you got to put it back together. Would any of you guys ever do that? It's great value, by the way. I looked it up. Not for this free. bunk bed is $1,800 brand new. $1,800. So you're in someone's house. Now, maybe I should ask to use the bathroom. I don't know. But would you have ever done that if sex is the prize? I would have done it just because it's, it's fiscally responsible. As long as it's clean, no problem. The most impressive part of this story, though, is that you were up to the challenge. You're very underrated in this. You're much handier than people give you credit for. Ah, yes. The fact that you would try to disassemble something and then reassemble it, and you had the forethought to even try to label the parts. Yes. And it sounds like you pulled it off. I mean, until, uh, until yes. it collapses. I, I, but <laughs> until it collapses. Now, it's shaky because there's two screws that were missing. I had to find my own screws and washers. But oh, this woman no. actually is like, this woman actually said, bring your own tools. The fact that I have tools and I just show up, I'm Tim the Tool Amazing. Man. I show up into this apartment, and at one point she's like, oh, I think you're going to be very easy with this. I know the drawers are a little off, but I think you can get rid of them and reassemble because you look really handy. Wow. And at that moment, I was like, wow. This woman wants to have sex with me. Of course. This is incredible. <laughs> That's why women are well, of not course. nice to men. This is the exact reason. <laughs> Until her six-foot-four boyfriend shows up. Then I realized maybe I didn't have a chance. But isn't it amazing how the mind of a man works? It's amazing. The second she said, oh, you're handy, it was like oh, she man. basically said, take off all your clothes and do me on the floor <laughs> right now. Video. I was yeah. going to say, did, did the porn uh, yeah. music just automatically fire in your <laughs> head, right? The problem is porn music's playing and my son's still standing right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is you and Lisa Ann as the uh, TV repairman. <laughs> Joe, film this, film this. We got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning After as we're going to talk about cheating, oh. commercials, hmm. male locker rooms. Ugh. That's all coming up next Gross. right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning After. <laughs> Nothing worse. Welcome back to the show starring a man with less pride than anyone I know. And I know people. Mike Babchick's Morning After. Take it away, Babchick. Ah, yes. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's oh. Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcast, you could find Babchick's Morning anywhere. After. Download, subscribe, follow. Anywhere, Eddie. When Tom Even in the Jets coming suite. back. And disappointing right. super fan Scott Messina. Very <laughs> upset. Yes, Scott Messina, of course, Eddie Erickson uh, on Babchick's Morning After here. I confirmed with Scott and more so his fiance that I am invited to this wedding as Scott is getting married in May. And I think that the people that hung out, like I brought uh, Jerry the Ice Cream Man. He was at the game and got him <laughs> hung out with him. I think I got him an invite to this wedding as wow. well. Eddie Erickson, every time you spend time with Scott and the fiance, I think you have 30 minutes to prove yourself and you can get an invite I don't, to the wedding. I don't want one. I encourage people to Fair. not invite me to their weddings. Thanks, Ed. Well, I think you just did. I think you I just really did. I really do. I, 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 Expect I, to I, save the date next week. I'm also the wedding guy that only no. gets the invite when all the first people that you oh, invite you're on the say second no. responder list. And I'll tell you another thing. And Scott, all this is going to do is motivate you to have a better wedding. But yeah. I do not put the price down on the check until I see the amenities of the wedding. I need to show up. 
Have my first drink. So your card isn't that... sealed or anything? You like you? No way. I don't lick that thing until after the cocktail hour. I'll do it before the entree. I'll fill it out at the table. So that just tells you, Scott, you better impress me. Lots of apps. <laughs> Free the beer. The cocktail hour is going to be phenomenal. <laughs> and don't let them I take turn... your pictures during the cocktail hour. I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah, that's I, true. I, I didn't get that's married. Right. Didn't get... I didn't have... <laughs> still haven't had a wedding, right? Yeah, I didn't have the dream wedding. Instead, I had a nightmare scenario. Holding a crying baby in a courthouse in the Bronx with the people behind me as the witness. And then the big decision, looking over at my wife in the courthouse steps. Hey, let's go get a gyro. It's best that you didn't have a wedding. It's really <laughs> I think so. I would have made a mockery Forget of that about thing. a mockery of it, though. It just would have been done half-assed because you would have tried to save money on every possible oh, thing. absolutely. It would have been a disaster. Absolutely. That's why I told my father, I was like, you really want me to handle my son's bar mitzvah or do you want to have a great time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you take it over, Jack. Thank you. But I did turn to Scott's fiance at one point. I was like, when's the tasting? And she's like, what? I think I should be involved in every process of this thing. We'll see. I am Scott Messina's best friend. And you know what she thought right, this- when you said that. Jesus. Well, that, exactly what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Moving uh, on. There's so many. There are so many great headlines this week in the world of sports and entertainment. And you know what I love about this show? We don't talk about the headlines that everyone's talking about. We talk about the least shocking headline of the week. All right, Tristan Thompson has admitted <laughs> to cheating on Khloe Kardashian. No. You don't say! What? No! Wait, what? Wait, Tristan Thompson cheated? Even though <laughs> while they were dating, he had a baby with another woman? Wait, what? And there were pictures no way. every weekend? <laughs> every weekend! He cheated? Get out! Wait a minute. You mean a young, successful, professional athlete stepped out on his girlfriend? It would never happen! <laughs> never! And who apologizes Whoa. on Instagram like that? That was embarrassing. Shoot her an email at least, but to make an a email. public apology, that's <laughs> embarrassing. I apologized on MySpace once. I mean, it, it, it does happen. Sometimes it's the only you someone off your top eight or what? Cock push-ups was my name on MySpace. I was, of the course, very original. <laughs> you only need one. You only need to do one. All right, how about Steve Torrey this week on Mad Dog Daily? He talked about the football action. We all know the teams that are in the playoffs. What about the teams that did not make the playoffs? Like That's the story. Baker Mayfield the and the Cleveland Browns. That is the story. And Torrey might have had enough of Baker, or did he? Or maybe not. Cleveland invested a number one overall pick for him, and it hasn't worked out. No, it has not. That's Says a good who? Point, Steve. Now, what can you get back in a trade? Oh, I mean, oh. I don't think much. No, I mean, do I think there's some teams that are potentially interested in Baker Mayfield for a trade? Yeah, maybe. But what are you going to get who? back? I'm <laughs> not going to get back much. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. Oh, wow. Again, I love him in those progressive insurance ads. And he's phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, he's got What's legit. To do with his play? <laughs> Fantastic. I never get sick of watching those ads. Never. Oh, wow. Ever. Um, Just put him well, on a maybe loop. Maybe he can act. Mm. Oh, but seriously, it, you know, it's time for Cleveland to move on. All right, there's Steve Torrey, Mad Dog Daily. Oops, and it sorry. doesn't get you to the places you envisioned. It's a kick to the gut and a kick to the gut for the organization. Uh, hey, He's a great actor. Hey, Lauren, I mean, Lauren, can you rewind the DVR? <laughs> I want to see that one where he takes out the trash again. That was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, we actually have them all recorded and saved. I like to watch that and, you know, sit around the fire, yeah. have a gummy, and watch Baker Mayfield commercials. Put him on a loop. I mean, the guy can act. It's Steve Torrey just had him winning an Oscar. You know, maybe we can get him in uh, Ted 3. They should bring that back. You know, if Mark Wahlberg can't do it, maybe Baker. That could be a good one. That's true. If Tom Brady's not available, maybe they break into Baker's house. That could be good. (laughs) I mean, ever think about remaking Airplane? That's a great film. Ted, maybe Baker can play that. He'll play the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar part. He could stick an egg in his mouth. That would be pretty funny. I mean, (laughs) the guy could act. He could do drama, too. I sometimes get emotional. 
when he's sitting there and he's holding all those shopping bags. Nobody wants to answer the door. I can relate to that. I carry all the groceries in. No, nobody's there to answer the door. How about when he tried to sell his teammates equipment? That was a pretty good one. <laughs> you think those things are true? Based on reality, right? Or Alice Cooper. He'd be great as a director, right? On the set. Uh, guys, I think we should cut now, unless you guys don't think we should. What's your thoughts? Oh, boy. I don't think we press record. Oh, God. We filmed the whole episode without starting the camera. Uh, I guess I'll have to write an email to Mortman <laughs> and try to get that taken care of. You think they'll be okay with that <laughs> if we reshoot? I just don't want to get an email on this one. Just the th- I'm sure it's coming. All right, and action. You just said action. Oh, I meant a cut. Sorry. I get those mixed up at times. Now, Big Ben was the one that <laughs> that beat Baker Mayfield in that. I mean, Baker was terrible in that game. For Tory, you know, his point is that Baker Mayfield stinks and everybody else is better quarterback-wise in the AFC North and around the AFC, and he's right. Baker Mayfield's terrible. I always loved him. The last two weeks, I'm like, God, this guy stinks. And Big Ben sucked in that game against the Browns and Baker Mayfield and won in his big-time Pittsburgh finale. walked off the field with the family, and JT the Brick was all over it. Pittsburgh and Cleveland didn't play a well-performed football game. It I wasn't that laughing. great, but it was a TV show. <laughs> My wife and I are trying to knock through Yellowstone, and someone told me you'll like it. It's kind of like The Sopranos in Montana, and it is. Oh, what? That does mean it's not The Sopranos. I got to watch it. Is that true? Great because it's entertaining. It looks great go. on television, and I like is it. Just going somewhere? I go to Montana now. I, I wore a cowboy in the past. When I was 16, I bought a cowboy hat. Huh? I like Leonard Abs Skinner. Montana. Used to hang out in the woods, drinking beers with my friends, listening to Southern Rock. Now, all of a sudden, I want to go out of Montana and get on a horse. Tell that to Babs in the BBW. Put that on the BBW. And last night, <laughs> well, you did. Brilliant we did. It's there. One of the best Shaking shots on a horse. Ben with the helmet on. <laughs> with me. Mike. Down the corridor of the tunnel, into the distance. Where they didn't allow the rest oh, to follow beautiful. him with his wife and two. What a scene. It was bleeping incredible. Say the word, JT. Yeah, what are we doing? The Cowboy. What are we doing? Cowboy JT the Brick. Brick at night. Weeknights, 10 p.m. Eastern time. I mean, yeah, me and him got to go camping together. And we'll walk around with our cowboy hats in Montana. I just love how that was headed somewhere. And all of Sounds a sudden, like JT a started yelling, I want to go to Montana. <laughs> I was ahead of the curve on that. I, I got brochures years ago. I mean, 20 years ago. We were living with my wife's mother, and we got all this mail about buying plots of land in Montana. <laughs> I wanted to do this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. God damn it. Ground floor of Montana. <laughs> Look at you. You could have been out there with the cowboy hat and JT. I could have been neighbors with Yellowstone. I could have been neighbors with Musburger. You've been keeping your eye on Montana ever since you passed on this great opportunity. I do keep looking. But I'll tell you, you. Know, I do keep looking back. <laughs> It's really annoying because it's like checking up on an old an ex-girlfriend. Ah, if I would have just married her, boy, things would be oh, different now. Oh, Montana. Look at them if now. I could have bought, and the plots of land were nothing. Ranch life, baby. That's what it's all mm. about. This past week, I went not to Montana, but to New Jersey oh, and went to a water go, park. Wait a minute, you didn't go to Montana over break? No, I didn't go to Montana. No, I didn't go to Montana. <laughs> you guys got to hear what happened to me and my son. Well, please tell went me. to a water park please. over the vacation. Oh. Listen to this. I go to this indoor water park with my son. It's mm. extreme. The first ride, I realize it's a little longer. Stairs, the walk Extreme. up is a little too much because it's like a big drop. That I right away, I'm like, I'm in trouble. The next ride, the raft, the conveyor belt broke. Oh, so I had to carry the father had to carry the raft up the stairs. It's a four person <laughs> raft. I'm climbing up the stairs. I'm halfway up on like a ten flight of stairs. I can't breathe. I'm gonna have a heart attack. 
I have to stop. <laughs> I create all this traffic, all these people behind me. A 15-year-old kid behind me was like, I'll help you, sir, and picked up the raft and carried you had it. You puberty and yet? So I'm trying to keep up with them on the back. We get I'm not sure. Top. I'm dizzy. I fall on the <laughs> raft. Mouse. I get down. I go all the way down. We're shooting. We're backwards. I get out of that thing. I threw up underneath the table. <laughs> 20 minutes, I recovered. I went on a water coaster where I thought I was going to die. It was scary. Right. You were so weak. Distribution. So that was rough. So Another telling me he hates me. This moment happened in the male locker room. Oh. I, I look up, we're changing, and I see my son staring, staring mm, over at someone so else. Weak. I look. It's like a 20-year-old kid with his schwanz <laughs> in his face. All right. So like right there. There's a <laughs> naked kid right there. And Joey's like, and I'm like, yo, yo, you don't, you don't stare. Don't stare. We're in the male locker room. Nothing weird here. This is just what happens. And then the kid left. Is it? Eventually. And then Joey, like, he's like, I, I don't understand. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I thought you were ginormous, but what was that? I'm like, well, that, that, oh, okay. poor Joey. I knew this would happen one day. Um, that is what it normally should look like. Okay? So that size is proper and normal. And he goes, but he was, he was young. And I was like, yeah, he's probably like 20 years old. He goes, Wow, so that's what it looks like at 20. I'm like, yeah, that's when it gets to the, the, the level. And he's like, but does it shrink at 40? I said, no, it doesn't shrink at 40, son. Again, we have to talk. You got to understand something about the, the Babchicks. Uh, we're not really to full size, all right? We're at a, at a different level. And he's like, oh, my, I can't believe it. Yeah, that's the way it, it really looks. And then I sat him down. I'm like, look, the Babchicks were growers. We're not showers. Oh, okay. And he goes, well, what does that mean? Oh, wait, well, what it oh, means God. is like, you know, when you get happy. Are you happy, growers? And it gets tall and everything. When you and get goes, happy. I, I think he's a boner, tall. Dad. Yeah, when you get a boner, <laughs> we're at the right spot. And we'll be fine. That's what Jack always told me, your grandpa, that we're growers, we're not showers. And then I had to sit him down and be like, I remember my first experience. I thought my dad was a real man, too, until I had swimming lessons at the Y. And then me and my brother saw schlongs that hit the floor. And we realized, all right, we're not the same. So I think at that moment is when he realized daddy isn't exactly who he said he was. Who did you say you were? <laughs> did he think a you man. Had a, huge a man. The whole time? <laughs> yeah, I think that he thought that what I had on me was actually very large. You know, from his perspective. Of course, from his perspective. That's all he knew. I was a giant. And then he saw a real, a real giant. true giant. <laughs> First of all, we got home. That's all my son wanted to talk to my uh, wife about right away. Oh, you know, I saw somebody's penis. But the conversation about why you get a boner was very interesting. Like I had to really explain. Uh, the wind blows, or you see somebody you like that you're attracted wind to. Wind I mean, blows. there's so many different reasons. You wake up, you know, in the morning, and they, there it is. You're the folding your wife's underwear. What? Who knows? It you're could, folding. It could be anything. <laughs> now, Eddie, I think you have a similar story, but it's the other way around. Your oldest son. It's got a hose and a half. Yeah. Maybe when you looked at him, you were like, whoa, wait a yeah, minute. Now. I was like, wow. See, that's, a, that's when I accused my <laughs> wife Scott, of cheating. Scott's looking at us. I accused my wife of cheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pro- that's a great point. Well, the problem is he's still wearing, he likes these track pants that are very form-fitting. I mean, it was just obvious. I mean, he's eye level. I'm sitting on the couch. He's standing there trying to tell me about his day, and I'm distracted by this, I don't know what it is, what's going on. It's an egg, but, but this kid is, Eddie's son is like six foot what now? Four? Two. Six foot two. So he's a monster. He should be wearing tighter pants. <laughs> you want to be a popular kid? Well, you have to wear it. He's got a very dry sense of humor. I go, man, I go, Ryan, now we got to get you some bigger pants. He goes, why? I go, because all your business is hanging out. He goes, maybe I want it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Put the books down, son. You don't need them. 
You don't need him. You got something else. You're fast. You're fascinating, though. I'm glad we met in a different stages of our life because Mm. you and I would never have been friends in high school. Never. I probably would have beat the shit out of you daily. You would have been the bully, and I would. I know you would have been the victim. (laughs) And I come to this conclusion finally. I understand maybe you don't like roller coasters. Okay, not for everyone. You're a little uneasy in the car when you're a passenger. I know people like that too. I've never heard of anyone who threw up from a water ride. That was that so, was challenging. So, and, and again, just, I was so out of shape, I couldn't walk up the stairs. Or needed help I don't know carrying what, the raft. <laughs> the, raft, the conveyor belt was broken, Eddie. <laughs> the, but the, I was facing backwards. It was spinning. Yeah, those, I threw up on the Just table. those two things alone, getting sick off of a water ride and unable to walk the, you know, it's a lot of stairs with the raft. I would have beaten you up every day. But Eddie, it was an extreme water park. They had slides <laughs> I, that you I, fell I, down. I, in water. That's another good one. This was an extreme <laughs> water park. I actually checked it out. Out just to see what an extreme water park extreme. would look like. No, an extreme water park would be Action Park back in the day. Where they tried to kill, might not live. Tried to kill people. This was just a regular run-of-the-mill water park. I will ask the question. I asked everybody when I finally climbed up those top of the stairs, why aren't there escalators? Oh why God. aren't there escalators at water parks? I just don't know. So weak. Weak Constitution, man. So weak. We got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Patrick's Morning After. Is we're going to talk about anger, oh. tailgates, mm. the best, and being bored. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After. You think your hangover's bad now? (laughs) It's about to get a whole lot worse. Here's Mike (laughs) Babchick. (laughs) 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 Ah, yes. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio Series XM82. And, of course, download, subscribe, follow Babtrick's Morning After anywhere, anywhere you get your podcast, and I mean anywhere, anywhere. with my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed forever, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Scotty Messina, the producer of Morning After, and it's time for Scotty Doesn't Know. Scotty Doesn't Know, oh, Scotty Doesn't Know, so don't tell Scotty, Scotty Doesn't Know, Scotty Doesn't Know. Scott, do you know what a rusty trombone is? Well, you know who does know, and I've had many conversations well, maybe, with him. Maybe them. we could have Steve Torrey critique Scott's acting. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, Scott's a great Where's actor. Steve? He's like Baker. He really sold that. Steve Torrey watches like Leonardo DiCaprio and goes, that guy's almost as good as Baker Mayfield. Okay. Now... <laughs> Tory though, was all fired up. There are some things that fire up Steve Tory. They're odd, too. <laughs> Marijuana. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's acting. And don't, call, and don't call him dude. My name isn't dude. It's Steve. <laughs> college sports. And college. And we. College sports. College sports. He was talking to college sports the other day on Mad Dog Daily this week, talking about Michigan and Harbaugh and his terrible, horrible college football semifinals, where, thank God I didn't spend one minute on college football this entire season. I'll be watching my first game of the season on Monday. But here's this caller with Steve Torrey, and uh, Torrey was really, really digging what this guy was saying. When Harbaugh was in that position last year with the COVID, he, he canceled the game, so at least... They played the game. Chris, Chris, and Chris. And they end up losing, Chris. but the best team was oh, Ohio. Chris, you can feel them getting revved up. Chris, you know Chris, what? Chris. I mean, we're going to make excuses about Ohio State. And yeah, they well, might. No, they, they, they might. They, they, I know. I know. I know. They you were, you were given a false sense of security about Michigan being good because they, quote unquote, beat Ohio State. Hey, look, I don't care what. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, let me. Hey, Chris, you're an Ohio State fan, so I'll tell you this. If you went out on the field and you played. 
That's how it works. You whether you were sick, oh, you got to deal with it. That's those are the consequences. Too bad. Ohio State's if had you're hurt. Don't wins. play. If you play, you're not hurt. I, I, that, I, I'm not going to hear up. the excuses about the whole team had a flu. I mean, come on. If they had won, would have you said anything? No, you wouldn't have. Bottom line is he won. They won the game. They kicked the shit out of him. And then they got, Whoa! They got the Whoa! Steven! Whoa! Language from Whoa! Steve Tory there! I like oh, it! fired up! Whoa! God, McAfee Tory. has liberated us all. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and, you know, Eddie, you, you were working that show, Mad Dog Daily. Oh, that's true. I was. You actually gave me, like, a play-by-play yeah. <laughs> which, of this entire hour. I'm going to read it now. You were texting me while working Mad Dog Daily. This is live in real time. It said, working Tory right now. We are down two engines. <laughs> He's the pilot, still able to fly, but might not make it back to the airport. This last half an hour is key to this flight survival. Your call's coming up shortly for the fourth time. Now, NFL playoff scenarios. I think we just lost the third engine. We'll get to your phone calls in a minute again. Wow. New highlight in my career. I put a call on that says, quote, if the Raiders and the Chargers tie, they both make the playoffs and the Colts lose. By the way, I think that's a fascinating scenario. That is true. If the Colts lose to the Jaguars this week, the Raiders and Chargers can go out to midfield and say we're not playing, take a knee, the, and they both make the playoffs. This is you know, pretty interesting, Eddie. But this is, this is like talk radio 101. I've been doing this a long time. Well, you never want to put a guy on who wants to talk about a ridiculous scenario. Forget about tiebreakers. Yeah, I might be that guard. That's pretty good. Um, still one engine. We call this show Terra at 35,000 feet. The runway lights are on site, though. One engine still working. It'll be bumpy. Slides deployed, but there will be no deaths today. Only the back landing gear came down, though. Uh-oh. Had to burn off the fuel, cover the runway with foam to prevent fire and explosion. The show was on one engine the last 20 minutes and landed. Miraculous. Steve Torrey is the new Sully. Steve Sully. He got it done. Steve Torrey got the job done. Steve Torrey is the guy who, like, he lands the plane after the show, and they look at that plane, and they go, well, you're missing a wing. And it was like, yeah, I know. And they're like, ah, oh, geez, Steve. Well, the, now, nobody died, though. But that plane is out of commission. And it's on to a Thursday, Mad Dog. Wow. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, on Morning Men this week, well, we got to a big conversation about me and my son. Willie Cologne and Evan and Scott all destroyed me because I don't throw a football around as much as I guess they do with their children. Not that Scott has one. No. But every time that Scott comes over to my house, he's throwing the football. And Scott was telling him that during this tailgate, I refused to throw the football at my son. And I had the fill-in dad, Scott Messina, do it for me. What do you think about that, Eddie Erickson? I, at tailgates, I don't throw a ball around with my son. Am I a bad father for that? No. In fact, you're actually a good father. I Excellent. I, I hate. People who throw footballs at tailgates. I think it's the worst. I think it's the <laughs> lamest thing to see grown men in their football jerseys throwing footballs around in a parking lot. There's nothing more pathetic. I don't want your goddamn football banging off my car when your kid can't catch. Nah. That's the first thing. Secondly, very selfish. Taking up road space when I'm trying to drive and you're throwing a goddamn football in the middle of the road. Hate Good it. for you. I hate it with so a you're passion. So you, like me, just want to sit there at a tailgate, drink some beers, listen to some music. That's it. I like to smoke a big fat Whatever. cigar. Do anything. I'm eating chips. I'm grilling a burger. You know what you don't need at a tailgate? Sports. You don't need and sports. An activity. We don't need an activity. We don't need cornhole. So move your goddamn cornhole. I corn do like cornhole, court. though. <laughs> yeah, move the court out of my parking spot. We have a limited number of spaces here. 
I hate it. I am the guy who does drinking games, and I and I'm a, I'm that guy who's in that other spot with a table hanging out. <sighs> Why do you need a game to drink? Just drink. Now, Scott Messina, you are a football tosser. Oh, of course he is, and a, and a salad tosser as well. <laughs> you no, work at sales. When yeah. I go to the game with your son, and in the future with my own son, my real son, non-rented son, <laughs> I'm going to toss Rented. the football with him. I, when I go to a games now with my friends or whatever, I don't Sports be like, fan. hey, guys, let's play catch. I don't believe I'm not, you. I don't do that. I will never play catch with my kids in a parking lot. <laughs> let's, talk about, that. let's talk about the other 150 days a year that I'm out on a field with them playing catch. Mike doesn't do Oh, Scott, you're not with me either. every day. Let me ask you this, He's Scott, with Joey 24-7. The kid's at his... He's my best... Oh, my God. He, he's my wingman. Every time I call son. him. What are you doing? Oh, I'm taking God. Joey for pizza. I'm taking him for ice cream. Yeah. Oh, he just saved Samantha the... from running in the middle of Marinette Avenue. Exactly. And we're going to the cellar bar. I mean, exactly. <laughs> now, Scott, let me ask you this, sports fan. When you go to a basketball game, do you take out a giant basketball hoop and wheel it out? Yeah, why is that not acceptable? not a thing at basketball. Now I'm going to a baseball game with Eddie. We're going to shag fly balls we'll in the parking lot. <laughs> hey, it's a tailgate, guys. Yeah, you're playing T-ball. <laughs> Eddie's going to do the pitching. I'm going to do the hitting. Uh, stand back, everybody. Hey, if it hits a car, sorry. It's just tailgate. What are you going to do? Yeah, Mike, let's I'll give you another Mike, one. We'll take up 80 spots so we can set up a diamond. <laughs> no, 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 not there, not there. We're, that's first base. Hey, Eddie, you love Metallica when you go to a Metallica. Oh, yeah, bring my guitar. You, <laughs> you bring guitar and drums. Stupid. Hey, man, I'm tailgating. Now, tailgating is you... a thing at concerts, too. You got you bring your drum set and guitars, and you're like, hey, I'm just trying to get in the mood, and you're playing. <laughs> hey, sir, can you move out of that spot and try to park? No, 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 hold on, man. I got to finish Enter Sandman. And, of course, I go with Enter Sandman because I'm a greatest hits guy. It was the only song I could think of. Well, I am a good dad, and we had my son on the show, Morning wow. Man, this week with Evan Cohen, Mike Babcock, and Willie Cologne throwing footballs. And we, but we had a game, Eddie. This is pretty good. Very sad. My son put the headset on. I walked away. I was in the bathroom. They asked my son some questions, and then they asked me. Let's see how well I know my son. Willie thinks I'm not the greatest dad in the world. Son, come over here. Am I a good dad? Yes or no? No. <laughs> you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Get over here. If he put only knows. On. I'm going I'm to go to the bathroom. Mike's 10-year-old son. Joey, what is your favorite color? Uh. Although he's colorblind, so maybe oh, that's a man. bad question. That's, so uh, that's, um, that's, yeah. All right. That took a uh, laugh. <laughs> what is your favorite sport? Uh, baseball. Baseball, okay. What is your favorite video game? Madden. Madden, okay. Mm-hmm. Who is your best friend? My name Jason. Jason, okay. The All weird right. little French uh, kid across the street. What's your teacher's name? <laughs> he's Taylor. not weird. Taylor, okay. It's uh, a good name. He is weird. Favorite food? Uh, fries. Fries. Do you plan on going to school today? No. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Okay, he said, no, thank you very enough. much. If you can get your dad, uh, that would yeah. be great. So, the headphones uh, are so sweaty. Yeah, get them off, Joe. Get out of here. Beat it. Get off. Oh, my God. The headphones are well. so sweaty. All right, here he is, Mike Babchuk, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mike, what is Joey Babchuk, your son's favorite sport? Football. <laughs> all right, he said baseball. That's not true. Uh, hey, Mike, argue off air. Mike, what is Joey's favorite video game? Fortnite. Oh, you got work he to said do. Madden. Uh, That's not true. You can't. You do don't that even time. know you. I know you better than you. You don't know you. It looks like oh you don't know God. him. Get to know you. I know him. He's wrong. You can't tell somebody you know them and then oh them giving well, the answer. You play Fortnite way more than any other game. So you're wrong. All right, All right next. Mike, he's, he's had meltdowns over what Fortnite, not Madden. Best? What is Joey's best friend's name? Andrew. Damn, that's not good. That's uh, over three. Okay, he said Jason is his best friend. 
I thought but he spends more time with Andrew. <laughs> I thought he had a beef with Jason. <laughs> what is Joey's teacher's name? Fred Taylor. Yeah, Mr. Is Taylor. It, that's really the hardest Taylor. question that you got right. He, that he has a cousin in the NFL right now. All right, All right that I know. Mike, because I was called for a what topic. is Joey's favorite food? <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <He> fries. <laughs> that's so, not true. <laughs> so that's you not know, an entree. You were one for five. Uh, he's wrong. I mean, you can't tell somebody they're wrong when it's their answer about them. Wrong. What did I tell you in this water park? Do you know about yourself? Do you really know who you are? Who, what, what is a Babchik? What are we? A grower, grower, not a shower. That's a good oh, boy. You, go. you do you know yourself after all. Oh. I know my son so well. I know him more than he knows himself. You went one for five. No, I didn't go one for five. Joey went one for yeah. five. I, I, I went four and one. The kid is lying. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's a liar. I'll say, and you don't... I'll say you went three for five because it's football. I've been to your house many a time. I've never thrown a baseball with this kid. We throw a football. Never. Never. He wears football jerseys. He loves football. Football guy. That's what he he is. And 21 straight times. No, come on, Eddie. Why would you say that? It was, I think it was 32. It was 32 straight strikes. And then he fouled one off. They finally let him go to first base. That was great. Yeah, but he's a baseball guy. And the other thing, you can't say fries is your favorite food. That could be your favorite side. But pizza is his favorite food. He went one for four. Come on. Now it's time for my favorite moment of the week. It was a dog mess of the week. And this week, dog recapped his Wednesday show on Thursday. Listen to this. (laughs) I slept for an hour and a half. I'm bored stiff. Yeah. Slept for an hour and a half. He's bored stiff. Yep, that is. Well, people, that's a bored People man. didn't realize that was till 4.30. So he slept from 3 to 4.30. Then he, <laughs> then he woke up in time for the update and finished strong. Uh, Zig, Zig woke me up in bed. There's Zig with me in bed. All right, Steve Torrey, program director of Mad Dog Sports Radio. Are you pleased with our performance today? I'm not even sure I know. Interesting. Interesting. So that's, uh, we, we made it. Uh, the, uh, woo-hoo. This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Man Sports Radio. Yes, another here. episode of Mike Patrick's Morning After in the Books. Thanks to Eddie Erickson and Scott Messina. And thanks to the Toilet Bowl Club, the TBC, they listen on the bowl. Nice fouls their leader. And he tells me that Jeff Machia is a fantasy stud. And Jeff texted me over the Christmas break that he loves Eddie Erickson because it sounds like he has huge balls. I'm balls. not sure That's about a true that. Story. Never compared them Just, to other men's balls. Well, we'll, we'll have to have a <laughs> ball comparison on the next episode of Mike Babchick's Morning After. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcast anywhere. Until next time, anywhere. it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time, if there is next time.